0: Welcome to podcast 185 of 5 Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod I'm joined by Curtie, Dave, Dupe, Joe and Matt FM, also known as Patrick. Have Hello gentlemen. Hello Matthew. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, that's, that's very formal.
1: Yeah, and obviously we had an in-depth chat uh, and visit to France in last week's pod uh, with Mad, so we decided this week to catch up with life on the south coast again and uh, the safe focus with Matt's Bournemouth. Matt dislikes this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> do I dislike this <laughs> and uh, in reaction to the situation Inter Milan find themselves in we'll be taking uh, we'll be talking about financial fireplace sales and how to generate money quickly <laughs> Dave doesn't phone. like this <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well yeah Matt I mean we may as well start the, the safe focus it's been a while or a few weeks at least since we last talked about how things are going so uh, how's things at Bournemouth
0: um so I've probably, I'm literally one game off completing another full season uh, since I think we last spoke about it, and it's been going okay. I can't quite remember where I finished things off, to be honest. I think, had I done one season in the Prem, or had I done, I think yeah, I must have I think, have yeah. so, I think yeah. so I've just, just finished the, like, I hadn't played the save in like 10 days, and then post-showdown I've pretty much smashed it for a week. Um and so I've, like I said, I'm just literally one game off finishing, and I might miss out on Europe by like a couple of points, and mainly because I've just had to play, uh, play Liverpool on the penultimate game of the season away, which is, as anyone who's played in England on this year's game, is very much contrary to how they're playing in real life, and <laughs> it's fucking impossible. Uh, so. Yeah, it's not it's not gone so well against Liverpool. Uh, so I haven't I haven't even yet seen the league table to see how bad that that's gone. Yeah, I'm I'm currently just sat outside on on a, I'm two points shy of Southampton seventh, but uh, it's an improvement from the last season where I finished mid table in the Premier League, which is is good for Bournemouth. Don't get a lot of money. Dupe likes this, <laughs> 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 uh, which I, I'm finding that I'm having to like completely like rebuild teams on the same money as some of the top teams are, are spending on entire, in, you know, they're, they're spending, I'm having to say, no, I'll start again, I'm having to spend millions uh, to sort of restructure an entire team, like bringing in five players that some of the bigger teams have uh, spent on just one single player, if not more. So it, it's tough sort of trying to to just edge out into Europe considering it's the usual top six and then one other at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's been a pretty good year, especially if you're knocking on the door for Europe already. And there was some obviously uh, interesting players that you had at the club and then some big sales as well last time. So what what's the squad looking like now? Who have you signed and who have you brought in to sort of help mount that European push?
0: So this season has been a bit weird. Uh, I've kind of... I've tried to keep quite a lot of the players that I've had in the past, like, th- throughout the few, last few seasons, so, but I've got rid of a, a bit of dead weight, so Jack Wilshire had gone. Um, I signed a couple of youngsters for uh, for the future. A guy called Robbie Foulkes, who's a, a new gen, who is getting remarkably close to first-team football. He's just... I think he's just turned 17, and he's unbelievable. I picked him up for, like, 140 grand from TNS in Wales, and he's... Yes. He's just been called up to the England under-20s. He's really good. He's on loan. He was on loan at Hull earlier in the season. He's now on loan at AFC Wimbledon after Hull weren't playing him. Um, just got rid of a lot more dead weight. Steve Cook left right at the start of the season to Burnley, who had got relegated for £8 million. For a 31-year-old who was declining, that's remarkably good business. Um, I've also sold on Mark Rocker, who has barely played and was awful. The big, big, big money signings for me um, were Fausto Vera or Fausto Vera who Joe's been a fan of for the past few from Argentina's Juniors for five great mil great player he's been he's been really solid um, you know <laughs> playing sort of whether it be a DLP or sort of a slightly more defensive option in midfield but he's been he's been great for five mil Philip um, Benkovic who I signed on loan uh, in January of the last season I had a clause in his contract to sign him back for 11.75 million which I took them up on when his value soared to near 30 million uh, whilst he was with me. So I kept him on and he's he's got better and has been really solid. Uh, also the 18 jumping reach and 16 heading really helps it set pieces. Uh, Sandry, who's a wonder kid from Santos, 12.5 million on him which was his release clause. Uh, I dare say the bargain of all was uh, Walter Kahneman who's probably a bit older yes. than I usually would but as I had the outgoing steve cook i needed to replace a bit of experience he's been solid as a rock despite being 31 uh, Alphonse Areola, uh, the nip he's uh, signing from psg 15.25 mil which is an absolute snip because he's really sort of kind of kept me in in matches where i should have been should have been losing and uh, then Just before the window closed, I signed, uh, this is in in the summer, I did sign a couple on loan, but that was mainly down to uh, some of the outgoing players I had leave. Um, Also, uh, Namdi Collins, who we spoke about, I think, on the last pod, Dave, uh, uh, from Borussia Dortmund for 3 mil. He starts off at, I think, I signed him at 18, and I thought I need to get the best out of him because he's got insane potential. So he's pretty much played every single game since I've signed him, and he's already gone up half a star, of current ability and his attributes are going in the right direction. In January, I signed Guendouzi and Josh Zerke from Bayern and Arsenal, respectively. Uh, that was mainly to kind of cover for positions that I'd sold. Um, and I so- also sold, randomly, I picked up Gordon Payton who was a a young goalkeeper from, oh, I can't remember who I, who I, who I even signed him for. He might have been, even been a free, but he's Scottish. And he, he, decent potential. Uh, I think it was one of my scouts suggested to pick him up. Leeds came in for him in January and I thought Sodic, they offered four point three million up front. So he's gonna he's gonna be good, but equally he, not amazing good. And he's only five foot eleven with like eight jumping reach for a keeper. Curty likes this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um he uh, yeah, he wasn't really gonna fit the bill for what I want, so I got rid of him as well. With all, all with like all of the youngsters, get rid of with a fifty percent release selling clauses. Anyway, I'll, I'll stop talking now. Um, Walter Canneman. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't
2: oh, see yeah. your hand uh, you up there, Paul. Um, <laughs> i was just going to say Walter Canneman, Was he still on his release clause? Is Paul?
0: Um, no, I think it. It was just they didn't want much for him. I, oh, nice. I don't think there was a release clause. It's a one point four mil up front potentially leading up to 3.2. Either way, even if it goes to that higher value, it's still a bargain. I did miss one player, actually. Uh, The Moose, or Julian von Moose uh, from Basel, that was uh, 15.75 million. That was the highest I've spent for a single player. But over the entire season, I've spent 66 million, which when I've had a net, um, my net spend is like 9 million, which is pretty good, really, considering I think I was given a transfer budget of like 30.
3: Hashtag no money. Uh, Matt, to to quote you from the the last time I think you spoke about your save on on the pod. Are Newcastle still twats? Um
0: Or have you have you <laughs> yes, given up? They are actually. <laughs> have you given up trying Newca- to
3: get Callum Wilson over?
0: I'm just. Oh, so I lost. Actually, I lost to them two three. Yeah, what, what three two away? And uh, Callum Wilson scored twice, so it's going well. Um but for different reasons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so well for Callum Wilson.
0: Oh, uh, Callum Wilson is a prick. You said Gwendozy, <laughs>
3: um we spoke about Gwendoosie last week because both myself and uh Dupe had signed him, I think it, uh, Dupe had signed him <coughs> in the Napoli save and I have him at Angie. You have you paid for him? Because we both got him on a free and we're dying to hear if you that you spent twenty million on him and we'll just feel really good
0: about <laughs> it. Uh just on loan. Oh, so man. I was lacking cause I'd sort Mark Rocker was kind of my like backup midfielder, but he was kicking off a bit because he wasn't playing because he's although his attributes are pretty decent, he's actually garbage. And I'd sign him for like twelve I don't know, I think it was like eleven million or something last season and his his performances were never great and they kind of continued and because I'd sort of strengthened in that area anyway and I've already got Lewis Cook, who's been a bit injury prone this season, so I needed someone else to fill in. Guendouzi came on the loan list and I thought he's, he's a capable capable deputy, if nothing else. And because he's on loan, they can come at me if they want to moan about him not playing. Not my problem. He's played twice. Um, not really set the world alight, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, another so. player as well, uh, Namdi Collins, who you mentioned. Uh, obviously, I, I've signed in for uh, Milan. Um it was just, I think I had him a season out on loan, uh, a Serie A team, so he had a full season of experience. I think it was a team, to be fair, they got relegated in the end. So obviously he was busy throughout most of the season, but he's very much a squad player for me now. I think he's got, he's one of those players with that variable determination. So I think he can crop up as a different quality centre half in some different saves. But um, on mine, I don't know about yours, Matt, but he's just physically is ridiculous. He's so quick.
0: The the only problem for me at centre-half, which is why I'm actually playing him out as right-back purely because of his pace. Like, technically, uh, crossing, dribbling, not amazing, but basically pl- playing a centre-half out wide. His tackling and marking are fantastic. He's okay heading-wise. The, the issue for me at centre-half would be 10 strength, at least at the moment. Obviously, that could change, um, but it hasn't changed an awful lot. In term, like in comparison to some to some of his other attributes that have increased, but I think he's flexible enough. He can play across in the entire like positions in the back four. So if I do need someone, if I decide to switch out to uh, like three at the back or something at some point, then like seventeen positioning is insane for someone who's so young. So I think he's going to be very versatile if i can keep hold of it. he's he's cheap at the moment as well he's just his contract because of his appearances has has gone up quite a lot since when i first signed him so he's still on just under 20 grand but his value is like negligible it's he's worth like under 3 million not that that's really important but my my key sort of area of focus for the next transfer window is a right back purely because i've got him and i will have nobody after him um, Purely because Adam... I I sold Patrick. (laughs) Um, I signed for like three million or something um, for double what I bought him for. He's 29 and he was shit. So he's gone. Um, And Adam Cook, who you start with, uh, is now 31 going. He's just turned 32, I think. And physically declining now. So his, his, his worth has dwindled significantly. He's now gone. Oh, he's going on a free to... Benf- no sporting. Sorry, I've had a lot of Portuguese interest, oddly enough, um, with in a lot of my players at the moment. I think I need to do a bit of reevaluating to see where my strengths lie, um, formation wise. That like I've played, I started off playing the the four-two Desmond, um, <laughs> but found it wasn't whether my players weren't good enough for it to work, or I was not implementing it correctly. Probably th- that more than anything, it just wasn't. And also the I was getting complaints from the board about not playing the sort of the entertaining football that they wanted, so I ditched that in the favour of uh, a 4-2-3-1 in which uh, Thiago Almada has excelled in to the point where he's now worth an insane amount of money. He's got the highest average rating. Everything goes through him, which is a blessing and a curse if he's not on it. But he's been fantastic throughout. Um, since that switch so that was kind of the reason why I did Um, but players who have sort of I, I think that my general frustration now is that I don't really know what my best team is I've I've hit Frank Lampard land quite hard and that I've got players that can play different roles but not really sure how to get the best out of all of them without having to sacrifice one of them and I think that's that's the problem I have at the moment so I think I need to have a bit of a rethink again to decide how I want to go into next season tactically before I start spending any money that I do get. Um but yeah, it's it's been it's been odd like Ed, Od- Odson edward is probably the one who's who's really faltered. He sort of started out the season okay and then he's just gone on a barren run of about 10 games not scoring.
2: Just before you start spending any money, I was just thinking you said Almeida, um Kahneman. Fausto Vera, how are you
0: getting on with um, Brexit and the work permit situation? That, because that's sort of, I think that might hit me next season because that, I think you get like, all of the players who have got settled status that will disappear um, at the end of this season. So I think that might become a bit of a problem. I've left quite a few spaces. I've not really gone too crazy with the like, the foreigners, quote unquote. Um, but like Benkovic will lose his settled status, Ariola will lose his settled status. Uh, I've got Robin Olsen who is going to be gone because he's played three games and he's made mistakes in all of them. Um, so he's he's going to be leaving. Uh, uh, same with Kozawa as well. So he'll be leaving as well. He's not really played. He's, his his uh, physicals have started to drop off a bit, so he's going to be going. But um, in terms, I think really the 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 hardest hit part for me is staff, particularly those that don't have the the coaching qualifications because that they they aren't eligible for a, a work permit, which uh, which is annoying me because there's one German coach I can't remember his name. It might be Austrian actually, but he was last at Schalke. And his class, pretty much everything is available on a not crazy wage either, but I can't sign him because of work permit issues, and which is annoying, to be honest. And also I'm having to be more selective with or having to go for lesser options when it comes to coaches or scouts, whatever, because I can't sign them because they don't have sufficient qualifications.
3: Matt, is, is there, um, would there not be... Uh a potentially unemployed staff member who has experience at Bournemouth in some times that you could hire to to come in and give you a hand?
0: Uh no, he's at Everton with his bum chum. So so yeah. Uh Eddie Howe is still at Everton. i actually I'm just gonna check now to make sure he's still He he is still manager at Eddie uh, uh, Everton. Is he still flanked by Mr Tyndall? Um let's find out, shall we? We'll find out live together. He is so imagine my shock, chief. <laughs> so Tyndall is still still at Everton with with uh, Eddie Howe. He he's he's not exactly amazing. Everton actually this season have done okay, but that he's basically doing what he did at Burnley. So not amazing. They're they're below me in the table. Actually, that, that's one point. Actually, one thing I failed to mention: I actually had a, a an interview with Wolves. Yes. and And. Yes. Uh, uh, so Jeff Shee uh, Big Big man. Jeff brings me up Little man Little I well, Yeah that was good. <laughs> Give him his G um, But he They weren't interested Because I said I wanted to join At the end of the season Basically because They were on the cusp Of the relegation zone <laughs> oh. And uh, Last game of the season Dave It's a three horse race For in fact, maybe four horse race of who could go down there's two spots still remaining Blackburn are already relegated having just really? gone up from last season Wolves are on 33 West Brom are on 33 and Brighton wow. are on 33 with Newcastle on 35 so they could still get all get pulled in um, but yeah I didn't want to take Wolves on and then find out I wasn't able to save them plus if they do go down there might be some juicy players with some rather sexy uh, release clauses available
1: it's it's so weird with wolves this year on the game. Like I've seen them do quite well. Like on our, on the network save they're doing okay. Like they're challenging for sort of top six, top seven. But I have seen it on other saves that when when they've been relegated and stuff as well. So I just don't think there's any consistency. And I see somewhere Nuno you know, still in charge after two or three years, and probably nine times out of ten though, he gets sacked very very early on, like within six months of the save. So um, it'd be quite. Would you have gone though, Matt, if they said like, yeah, you can come at the end of the season?
0: Uh, I might have, like, for a change, because I think the ceiling at Bournemouth, because of the stadium size, is is a bit of an issue. Like, I'm only ever going to get like 30 million a season plus whatever I get from selling players. So I'm never going to get the squad depth I'd really want, like, to build on. Which is why I'm trying to get some younger players in who I can slowly feed in. But the the youth system's garbage. The stadium is tiny. It's not easy. And uh, Carlos Carvajal has not done an amazing job since he came in. I think actually they're were, they were actually, they actually 15th or 16th. They're now in 19th. They've got Chelsea last game of the season. I've just checked. They're going down. Uh, Matt,
3: have you had any decent youth intakes after a few seasons? And now that you're kind of, I suppose, solidified in the
0: Premier League.
3: Any good new gents coming through?
0: No, <laughs> not, for, <laughs> no. <laughs> not for Bournemouth anyway. Um, there's been, said, I'd mentioned Robbie Fokes earlier, who I think he, he could be something quite special. His, his potential is, is sizable. Um, I've got a couple, there's uh, there a couple of other, yeah, Robbie fokes he's got uh, four-star guaranteed potential with a white star. So he's could be something really quite just turned eighteen, quite literally. Looking at his progress chart, it's insane. It's like practically vertical. So I think he could be something really special. The fact that he's English as well is quite nice. So he could be he could be something again. I poached him. Where are, a TNS I poached him from. I don't know if he poached. You know he was just at TNS, hundred forty five grand. So even if he moves to someone else, um. He could be something really quite good. He was doing okay in the championship, dropped down to League One, and he is bodying it at AFC Wimbledon. I'm just looking at him now. At 15 appearances, seven assists from a as a DLP. So he's uh, he's absolutely bossing it at 18 in that division. So uh, in terms of uh, there are a couple of other like I'm having to be I say because of the aforementioned Brexit, I'm having to be a bit. Selective over who I pick up or who I'm able to pick up. I've got a few sort of future transfers booked in um, that I'm not going to see for a while yet. Uh, and there's there's a great name, Juan Manuel Brom. Yes, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <your> <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's Uruguayan, um, which is a bit niche uh, from uh, Danubio. I've picked him up from, but uh, wait, his contract runs out. I think I, I think I get him actually in the summer because he's he's just turned eighteen, but some of the other guys are still seventeen. So uh, Daniel Martins I think is how he, he he's Portuguese could be something special, not quite as good as as uh, as uh, Juan Brom though, and uh, Randanich who is Slovenian. But looks amazing for seventeen. Again, I'm having to wait a while for him. Oh, actually, no, he comes in the summer as well. I'm just checking through now, and Vladimir Baron. So hopefully he won't be. Um, <laughs> and again, he comes in the summer as well. Did you see? I mean, I realised I've just said Baron and comes, so uh, that's. I, gone I, I well, thought I heard you it? say
3: a random itch. Did you? Is that what you said? You should get that checked out, man. Uh,
0: Randomich. <laughs> yeah. Randomich. Random <laughs> um But yeah, they're they're the, they're the particular youngsters I've picked up. There was one that I missed, and I was gutted about because um, I got him confused with another player. And there, so there's a Greek guy who's just who's he? I can't remember who he's joined now. He's probably Newcastle, um, but he he was a Olympiakos, and he's joining them in the summer. And I was annoyed because I thought it was I got him confused with one other player. Decided, oh, I don't need him, and then realised, oh bollocks, that was the player. I did it. They did the same thing after Bayern released one of their one of their centre halves. I think he starts at the gate. Oh, starts with them, but then they don't renew his contract. He went to Dortmund, and he's worth like twenty five million. And I was like, that's just perfect because I meant to sign him, forgot to add him to my shortlist, and tears. Anyway, we can move on now, gents. Um, to our spotlight for this week. So uh, with the news that Inter Milan's owners are in a financial crisis, the club are looking for ways to generate revenue to stop them going the way of their sister club, Jiangsu, who this week have, uh, have ceased operations despite the current Ch- oh, being the current Chinese Super League champions. If you're a Champions League club the size of Inter, how would you look to raise funds in the short-to-medium-term future? Um, we'll open that out to the floor, gentlemen. Lots, lots of ideas, I'm assuming. David, straight in there.
1: Yeah, I think one of the ones that um, I was trying to look at, especially if you're joining a club for the first time, is sort of the reserves or under-20s or whatever. There always seems to be at least one player that really shouldn't be there, either a player that's ageing or a player that's a little bit older but just not good enough for the squad. Um, you see it quite a lot. Like When, when I joined uh, AC... There were two or three players that were on like 30, 40 grand a week that were nowhere near good enough for first team level, um, you know. And I think I think Inter uh, in real life of this, you know, they've got a lot of slightly older players and probably players that, in you know, if you look at it, they're probably playing a little, uh, paying a little bit much for. But I think a lot of clubs have that. They've got dead wood in in the uh, reserves, even if it's players on maybe one to five k, you know. You sell a few of those and you're helping yourself straight away long term. And uh, yeah, t- if I'm in real desperate need of getting any sort of cash, I do look to obviously try and uh, sell players on as well. I've, I've sort of changed the way I've done that this year a little bit um, in terms of buying and selling, obviously using installments a lot more, more than I used to use. Uh, and and selling techniques as well. So if I see a team is interested in a fringe player, that's when I sort of jump on the opportunity to try and sort of tout his services and and try and
0: get a little bit of money for him. Without trying to circumvent this back to the Bournemouth save, it's kind of what I'm having to be doing. To I mean, I'm I'm not a Champions League size club, um, but I'm having to to wheel and deal a bit to to get any money to to improve what I've already got um but it's also been a case of like get it i had some real high earning players there who i had begovic on nearly 70 grand a week which is just insane in fact i think i actually got him to reduce his wage from 80 that he starts on in the championship to when i got him to sign a new contract to get 10 grand down so i think sometimes especially if you're you are a bigger club you can apply a bit of force and maybe get some players to, to actually reduce wages? Because you do have that option, don't you? The the conversation option to say, I'll oh, reduce wage amount like because the club's in financial peril.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, when we was playing the network save so the other day, Dupe had exactly that. He was going to foul FFP, and he just started having conversations with players saying, oh, can you take a wage cut? And he, he was loving that. But I was actually just thinking... Not because i have got no money. You you know, well yeah, that's it. Mate. No money. It does help you, doesn't proof. it? There's proof. proof I've got no money, right? <laughs> but what I was gonna say, could you imagine in football manager if you'd like won the league and then it comes up saying that the club no longer exists? <laughs> like literally <laughs> <it's> ceasing trading. <laughs> like, oh my days. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, like, Liverpool,
3: people, or, Liverpool might do that this season, no? Yeah. <laughs> Too but
2: thin. it's it's like they've literally said like someone can buy the club for a dollar, but it's like that, you've got to be in some serious problems isn't it just to go right we're league winners and now we're just going to stop playing you know we're just going to cease everything if no one buys a club that's it like we're literally we're, we're pulling out um but like Dave said they've Dave kind of touched on the under 20s and the, the kind of reserve team um I've done something similar obviously with South End I know herb done it with um, MK Dons as well. We literally just completely gut them don't have them at all just get rid of every single player every member of staff have no you know no financial drips coming from those teams um, and that, that does free
0: up a lot of money very quickly if you do that What well, you, you were saying about the what if what if on Football Manager you had a team <laughs> that you win the Champions League and you, you don't have a club to come back to I mean I guess it's now a thing that they actually have to potentially program in <laughs> <laughs> like it's a potential eventuality. Well, yeah. I think I think like the the way that administration is handled in FM is actually quite soft in comparison to real life. And it'd be a great save to do, wouldn't it? It, it, it would be up? mental. But equally, you rarely see clubs doing well that then you know fall into financial disrepair. You look at Leeds, Portsmouth, any of the other more recent examples, or Berry. they they're all struggling because they have no money anyway. It's very rare that you see a team at the top of their game whilst also the like the the asses falling out of the club.
4: Has anyone tried to do that on FM? Tried to drive a club into administration? I know, obviously, n- normally you get like a takeover, don't you? That sort of steps in beforehand. But I wondered if anyone's actually uh, like you know set that as a goal. Some of my recent transfers in the na- in
5: the network save, you could probably say I'm trying to do that with Napoli. <laughs> the amount of money that I've spent. <laughs> Um, I thought it was. Uh, I thought I was. I was told by somebody. I don't. Know, I can't remember who. It might have been that we had the conversation on here. that It's hard coded that it, you can't get
0: it into administration.
1: I think Miles you said it as well. Yeah, you, you can't, it's can't get them into you administration. Can't
0: you can't. You can't like bankrupt a club. Yeah,
1: it's because of, of licensing as well. You can't just liquidate a club. So yeah, I think you could probably go. You can go into minus finances, but I think once the board very quickly caught on to what you're doing, they'll sack you because obviously poorly managing the finances and stuff. That's got a question because Sorry.
2: I
5: was just gonna say Cause cause you're experiment, an editor, god.
2: experiment video incoming.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. As you are a god, can you do that on, on the editor? Do what? Like literally cease them to exist and see if you can get them back up or... Because mm. 'cause that'd be quite cool. You
0: can put a club in administration, like and you can make the finances as bad as they could possibly be. But you c unless it's like in pre-game, like like what happened uh, last season with Berry like not existing and there being twenty only twenty-three clubs in League One. That's that like, but that has to happen before the game starts. I don't think even in the in-game editor you can just basically delete a team because the because of how all of the leagues are intertwined. That it's reliant on you meet meeting those parameters, so which is why I think so many people had issues trying to make databases on last year's game because trying to get that mechanic to work correctly, um, pretty much only SI had it nailed down so that when it comes to the, the backfill of League One going back to 24 teams and then making sure that all of the subsequent promotions and relegations work correctly for the correct regions and everything like that, the further you go down the footballing pyramid it gets really complicated really quick um, because I think it's complicated in real life, let alone trying to work it out how it's supposed to work when you're getting down to like the granularity of like tier six, seven, eight, nine, et cetera.
4: In, m- in most <laughs> cases as well. Like it's, it's, it's technically a f- like a Phoenix club though, isn't it? Like if a club ceases to exist and then, yeah, you know, you see them um, pop- like a version of them pop up in, it's me and, Division Three, it's generally because it's a brand brand new club, um, just formed sort of from the ashes of the previous one.
2: well like it was Palermo, wasn't it? Phoenix Club. Yeah, yeah.
4: What well, happened with all
5: the as well? So, um, yeah, but one of us took him to the Champions League and the other yeah. didn't. To be fair.
4: Okay.
2: There's always <laughs> n- there's always next year's Kurti calls of shots. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bring I need back. a new save idea. So. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah emphasis on new
2: right <laughs> mate after I'm the weekend they wouldn't lose <clears throat> it's like they are role safe given it can't lose if you don't play a game
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think going back to the question rather than tell the listeners how to try and bankrupt or put a club into administration <laughs> <laughs> that was a massive tangent wasn't it <laughs> I think i, I We're invited uh, mad yeah right? just um, in a des-
4: destructive mood I think this is it, Patrick.
3: Uh, let's bring Patrick back. Um, thinking about like rescuing the club, I suppose. If you're in that situation, I often thought, uh, and again, I'll bring the Irish thing in here. Have you ever tried? And Joe, maybe you've tried something similar. Have you ever tried to kind of Ryanair a club where you're like, I'm gonna save every single penny I possibly can, you know, completely cut anything that's not relevant or not needed, um, you know, just keeping the wings on the plane, basically in a couple of seats.
2: Going to play Charlton, but turn up at Wimbledon. You need to put a mechanic in the game
4: where you like charge fans extra for like extra like leg room or just having a seat in general. (laughs) If you want to use using the
2: stairs to get
5: to your seat.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, The only thing I ever did was with my dirty lead save. I basically all I did was I worked on structuring all my deals across because we had a lot of transfer debt um so i was getting more for the players but i was getting less up front so instead of like they come to me and offer me 50 million for a player i'll take 5 million up front but then over the next three years i want six monthly payments of 15 million quid stuff like that and that mm. was the only way that i could emphasize it Joe as joe's always kind of spoke quite a lot because i do saves that start lower down and work my way up Always kind of, I think we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, even a month ago now, about deleting your under 19s and your you, you know, anyone that you don't need, the staff, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, just get rid of all of them. That's, that's a big cost saving. Um, I guess like there's there's certain things if you're limited to what you can do, it's not like you can stop serving ketchup and charge, charge your players 10p, or like in Moneyball, you charge them a dollar for the, for the Coke
2: nice. and the Coke
5: machine, you know, that sort of stuff. You, you know, I think there's certain things that you you can do but obviously there's a lot of limitations to it
2: well with kind of inter Milan at the moment it's obviously something you can't do in football manager but you know if I said who's inter Milan's sponsor I think everyone knows it's Pirelli and they're talking about actually cutting ties with Pirelli now to try and find a sponsor that will pay more money and like yeah that kind of they go hand in hand but they're they're literally they are fucked like that (laughs) club that club needs to generate some money yeah proper fucked if you're mad um mm-hmm. but it's, it's all the things like affiliations and things like that. i mean obviously because i'm playing as inter they've they've got about 40 clubs affiliated to them you know and they're all they're paying them all like you know between 40 grand and you know 200 grand a year you'd have to cut ties with all of those um like you say you guys know i mean i spoke about it on the podcast as well but kind of high value players do you do you take the risk of selling them at zero just to get them off the wage budget? And there's so many things you'd have to do as a big club to try and kind of go, right, stop the drips and stop this outgoing just to try and, you know, generate, well, not even generate, just stop spending the amount of money they spend. I think from memory, it's something like we spend, I'm going to say 30 to 40 million a month and you're generating about the same. So it's like. I pretty much we we're making money every month, but it's like it's a it's a massive amount of money that that club in particular sells. But you really have to kind of say, right, how do you how do you basically just fucking stop the bucket from leaking? Yeah, and I think
1: sometimes as well, especially I think you know the the money's probably a little bit greater in like the UK and in the English leagues and so on. But like sometimes, especially in this save, the network save, it's like every season I think the first season especially the, the budget was quite low overall uh, every season or every summer I want at least sort of one half decent sale just so I know I've got that even if I have a big summer of spending I've the club have still got a bit of money to fall back on Um, obviously I had the sales of Rafael Liao most recently sort of Obviously, Donnarunga, which we haven't really spoke about before. but um, So I've still got a cushion of money. But one way that I have looked at previously on saves is even to, and I know Dupe has is, is, is done it as well, um, or at least signed players on a free high value players currently that you know you sign on a free as soon as they come in they're sort of worth 20 30 million plus um, and if you were able to sell them straight away sell them and literally you, you're pocketing a huge amount of money straight away and I think that's quite a quick it may take a year to be fair because some players aren't going to want to s- uh, leave straight away um, but that's a way obviously that you you can you know get a, a quick bit of cash
2: what, what I done with that is sign players on a free loan them out for a year. So their wages are getting paid and then sell them at the end at the end of that. It. yeah it's a good shout actually
5: that yeah yeah exactly that i mean i did it i've done it in napoli a few times but i think the one thing is when you're when you're looking at it trying to save money throughout the club is to to remove any sentimental value yeah. So I mean, like, like it's a it's a running joke, but I had no money at at, at Napoli. I've got Victor Osimhen up front. You know how much I love Victor Osimhen. You you've you only got to listen to a pod or two to know that. And um, he's banged a shitload of goals for me. And they uh, Real Madrid come in for 132 million. I've got to take it. I, I've got no money. We've got to take it. So I've got to remove the fact that I love that man more than I love my kids, and <laughs> then have to then just 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 sign and say okay. Sign the paperwork, disappear and forget about it. And now he's on the transfer list and I'm trying my best to get him back.
0: I guess a counterpoint to, to that uh, is about using using the kids that you have available, that like you're saying about ripping out like the under-20s and the under-18s. The counterpoint to that is actually bringing them into the first team and then potentially risking it. But I, I guess then you're you're kind of... You it, it is a big risk because one, they're they're certainly not going to to replace established stars, especially if you're using Inter. Like you're not gonna find anyone who's Dukako, are you, in in the under twenty threes or the under twenties, or whatever however far you got that deep you go. E- Esposito, mate. <laughs> yeah. Esposito, yeah. just get him in. He's but, doing, he's doing but, well. yeah. <laughs> but you've got like that, I think, would be the biggest risk of all, right? It's, a, it's a, It would certainly generate income. Like You're going to get hundreds of millions if you can find enough buyers. And I guess that's the other issue, is if you are trying to get rid of that many big-name players at once, are there enough clubs in the world who have enough money in the world to give you the money that you're wanting for, for these sorts of players? I I appreciate the point about getting them off the wage budget being an important thing, but equally, how how big a price cut are you going to take on those big earners like the Lukaku's what worth a hundred million maybe like on a like to someone but are you going to take half that just to get rid of him
3: I think um, in mean, looking at Inter now and Joe maybe you can you're probably a bit closer to it um, I'm, I mean apart from you mentioned Esposito but I, apart from him like are many of their first team players, we'll say, you know, produced in the youth academy? They seem to be buying a lot of, we'll say, slightly older players and probably paying a hell of a lot of wages and that's probably not helped their situation, right? Eriksen, Sanchez, Lukaku, Darmian, Ashley Young. Um, are there many other players that they've actually brought up or, or, or is that the solution here to, to really go and flog all those high, high-wage players and, and start from scratch and build from the youth again?
2: I... They- yeah, it's pretty much they've bought every every player that's kind of in that squad. And it's weird, and I mean, I don't know if it's an FM, but it must be an FM thing. For some reason, Inter Milan pay about three times as much in wages than you would do at any other club. I mean, we, we all went in for um, Buadu, and I think you guys had deals done on like 50, 60 grand, and he wanted about 200 odd grand to come to Inter Milan. And it's like every single player... Even when you... Like, I had Zaniolo and who was the other player that wanted a fucking pay rise? Oh, I can't
5: remember who it was. It it. might have been, I, might they they have been I can't
2: remember who it was. But basically, they, they're on... Zaniolo was on 100 grand a week and he said, oh, I want a new contract. Literally went into negotiations, 300 grand a week. And you're like, For, you signed a contract like 18 months ago. Why do you now think you're worth 300 grand a week? And... It's, uh, the club just seems to just be he- like hemorrhaging money left, right, and centre, and kind of when you when you look at it in real life, like you know they they owe money to so many clubs. You know, like when you get the little um, transfer buyout clauses, like every month I have like six or seven of them come up. They they literally you could just scroll down for ages with the amount of deals that they've got with clubs for kind of money owed. And Dupe and I were talking about it yesterday with Lukaku. Obviously, you know they. They owe Man United something like 50 odd million. And, and now, because they, they potentially haven't got the money to pay Manchester United for that deal, Manchester United are looking at it and going, Well, hang on, we might take Scrinio off you, you know, as payment. Because if you, uh, Matt will probably remember um, more so than Duke because you know, he's only a young lad. But Yep, Stam, do you remember when he went to Lazio? And yeah. Lazio kind of famously fucked them over as well, didn't they? So it's, they need to kind of uh, get in there before. Before the administrators get in
5: there. The the only kind of the only other bit of advice I would have if you're trying to save money is by not taking the first offer as well. I know it can be quite tantalizing when somebody comes in with a 30 million for a player. When you know you could probably get 40, 50, when you're trying to save money or trying to pay back debt, for, for me it's about getting as much as you can in rather than just trying to get little bits of payments in. So again, it's not it's not the easiest job to do, especially when there's somebody staring at the face of 30 million pounds cash in hand. But just just wait and just see what you can do. See what you can push. If they're desperate for that player, they will come back.
3: Good question on that. Actually, um, if let's say your mission is to get the bank balance back in good shape, and you're you know you're going to sell a player for 50 million, and because uh, I was trying to I was try, I I'd blown all the cash at at Angers and I'm trying to build up the bank balance, but. Let's say if I sell a player for 20 million or whatever, the transfer revenue that goes into the budget, right, let's say if it's at 60%, I can't decrease that. You can ask for them to increase it, but I can't decrease it if I want the money to go back into the budget. And similarly, you know, you can't really move any, you know, let's say if I didn't want to buy anyone and I had 25 million in the bank, you can't move it into your bank balance, right? You're kind of it's stuck in the transfer budget. So I think that's maybe a... I don't know what a manager do that in real life, and I know FM kind of wants to stick with real life, but I'd like to see a bit more ability to move the money back into the balance or decrease the revenue when you don't want it, which probably nobody else really wants as a football manager player. Nice to have the option, though.
2: No, but like, that's something that you could add to the recruitment meeting sort of thing. Like if you could have a bit in there saying, look, I don't, you know, we need to concentrate on you know making sure that we're financially stable so now we want to focus on signing free transfers or loan deals rather than actually spending spending money but which made me then think about my club vision at some it basically says spend all the transfer budget that is part of my club vision is to spend the money and that's part of the problem i think that that they've got at the moment is they've just spent so much money once the tap turns off it's like now where does that money come from so um I was going to say about selling players, obviously, um, if you're offering players out, I mean, I often, if I want to get rid of someone, I'll take a, a zero fee and I'll, I'll sometimes I'll pay some of the wages or just try and sell them to Dave because um, he you know, picks up <laughs> one or two of my players every year. Yeah. <laughs> but using, using unspecified um, as a transfer value works really well to see what clubs were willing to pay. So that, that's another one if you're trying to offload players rather than saying you want 2 or 3 million just put unspecified to see what they come back because what I found is some clubs will come in and pay like their their value so say they're 7 million another club might come in and say 4 million and when you accept the 7 it comes up with a little transfer box saying give the other clubs the ultimatum so mm. you you can kind of generate a, a little bidding war with because most clubs obviously they come in they lowball you and they they put the put the amount as fixed but obviously if you can click that little button that says uh give them an ultimatum. I've had that come through a couple of times where they've they've kind of gone in and, and made the bid for it.
5: Is that new in this year, Joe? Because I feel that that is... I believe, I don't, I believe so. Yeah. I think that is a very underrated feature, in my opinion. I always cancel
1: it. I think I need to use that more, to be fair.
5: It,
0: it's a pain in the arse to have to, go and, when you have to go and tick each box. And the stuff. only problem I found with it is that it doesn't tell you when other clubs have met that ultimatum. So you then have to go back in and at least from that you have to go back in and actually accept them. It doesn't tell you that they've changed or agreed to to match the bid of another club. So I think that like whilst it's a good feature, I think to tidy it up would be to make you more aware of when they have met or agreed to or decide to cancel or what have you. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good shout. Good shout. No, that's really good. But yeah, I've seen I I that's how I got rid of Mark Rocker for like a lot more than he should have gone for really. I think he was valued at 24, but again, he was on a silly a, a silly wage for for how good he was because at that point, I'm signing a player from Bayern to get him to join Bournemouth. No one wants to go to Bournemouth <laughs> from Bayern. So That's <laughs> a good point.
5: <laughs> well, also true. <laughs> just I I I just want to be really quick with this one. One thing I've done with with um, Red Star we all, I almost had a season out of Red Star where I didn't... I just, just kept everybody, didn't buy a single player, got rid of the players that we didn't use last year. And my bank balance just went through the roof. And then I sold a player for big value that we brought in two years ago. And like this year, like I felt this is the, the best finances I've been in at this stage in a safe for a very long time. And it's going to be quite nice going into, let's say, let's say we get promoted this year, having a massive massive budget or having the, the way the the bank balance being really high one thing i have found is that signing all these players on freeze, it's ridiculous so the, so that's all i'm doing is signing players on freeze. just 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 trolling through the save uh, the, the scout and finding them signing them and then within six to eight months we're getting offers on these players even if it's like 30 40 50 60 grand i didn't pay that for a signing on fee you know this is this is like just an easy way to turn money out and it just seems to be a little bit bit strange at the moment with that. I don't know whether that's just because the
1: French are a bit, a bit slow with signing players. But
5: yeah, I just sign all the good ones on a free and then sell them.
1: Well, I was having that with that Namdy Collins. I signed him for three or four million, I think. Had a season out on loan and then this summer just gone. I was having offers of like 20, 25 million mm. for him. It, it was mad. Real. I know he's a young player with high potential, but he's had one season where he's like played for a bottom three team. And, like, the the offers, and I think Arsenal and, and so on are interested in him. So there's definitely ways to, to make quick money. And even, like, little stuff like contract negotiations. I know a couple of people used to say when I was doing them on stream, like, just give them the money, you've got the money. So, yeah, but long-term, I know it's only a few 5, 10 grand I'm saving, but that's saving a big chunk of money, you know, long-term. Same with appearance fees and so on as well. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, because do, appearance fees don't, they don't, sort of go into your wage would you do that you know when it says you've got 100 grand left per week or whatever no, appearance it stuff don't go it. into it do it but it'll come out your balance exactly so like when you bit you get a bigger chunk of balance going out like a Wolves, i was having players on like 30 40 grand a week like a per game appearance fee and that's that's a huge amount of money
5: i think it's a really good point though because a lot of people i don't know if a lot of people take that stuff as seriously as it does I mean, I'm very, I'm much one for the assist bonus, which we, we've talked about in the previous in the previous episodes. But um, just because you're lowering their wage budget and then up in any other fucking budget possible doesn't mean that it's gonna. You're saving a load of money. It, it just means that you're spending it out of a different pot, and you just gotta be conscious of that.
3: I know it was, wasn't it? Harry Redknapp was like, "Why the fuck would I pay you a goal bonus? You're already paid to do a job, which yeah, is you to score, goals. To score goals." <laughs> and uh, I kind of do that with them. Um, with the you know the the collective win bonus for uh, the collective yeah win but we we'll call it the win bonus for the league the cup um at the end of the season always go low um which is probably bad because it probably actually incentivizes them but it's like you want to win or not you shouldn't just want to win because I'm going to pay you a high bonus at the end of the season depending on where you finish you know
0: it's the same as the, it's the Barry Fry thing isn't it of, yeah. i think he's a similar sort of opinion um there's a couple of other things we've got on the list and we could probably save them for later because I think they're... But they are, I think they're out of the wheelhouse of uh, of non-league, really. Well, particularly one of them, which is Friendlies. Um, And the, the reason I, I was going to say this, but actually I've changed my mind. I think it's quite interesting because if you've got a big club like, like Inter, for example, and you then start using them like like the Glo- the Harlem Globetrotters, for example, and, like, pawning them out for, uh, like, dr- mid-season for, like, a big friendly and, like, do a tour of China or what have you. It's a bit of a, a different concept, I guess.
2: Just just asking for a friend. If you had, do set up friendlies, the clean sheet bonus is... Uh... No. Uh, definitely... <laughs> no. Hey, hey, you only, you, you,
5: they don't get appearances. They don't get any of those fees or appearances.
2: You know, because... Um, you boys obviously where we're talking about a network save my my back line at the moment they probably the keeper and the three center halves probably earn about three million a game if they get a clean sheet so like even when i'm seven nil up i'm like yeah can the other team just score one goal
5: so pulls his keeper out puts them up top just to concede a goal or two
2: works well only conceded two in the league though I? yeah
5: yeah, it cost you, yeah, that's cost you eleven million quid. Though oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we've only played three games, so right, I've got quite owners.
0: <laughs> Sounds like it. Right, well, uh, we'll end it there. We have a a delightful quiz from uh, from Paddy. It's time for the quiz. Paddy, really? Paddy,
3: <laughs> Patrick. I'm just gonna put down zero points for nerd in the quiz. Hey.
0: Yeah. Uh, it could, be, in it in could be could be crude the crude potatoes. Nerd.
2: <laughs> There'll be no audio from him. <laughs> yeah, I, Sorry, the I, quiz so,
3: has uh, been did, deleted did, this week. Did you not hear about my selective hearing? It's it's uh, it makes good, makes for good quizzes.
0: Um, it behind your ear. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, on the back
3: of last week's success with the alphabet. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to go down the Greek app. No, we won't. We won't do that to you, too. Not this time.
0: Um,
3: I'm very good at Greek. Have you never
5: heard that? Same. Yogurt. Greek. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, this is probably, well, it's, this will be a little bit of a shorter quiz. We have 10 questions. However, there is a bit of a twist. So basically the answer to each question, the correct answer to each question is going to be the answer to the question I asked before that question oh
1: my word
0: oh no so, um, i did fear um, that this would happen Matt, at some point man <laughs> it's
5: 20 past 11 20 20 past past 11 at night well are you, you know, sure
3: the quiz was ready for when we sat down at 9 p.m but oh, it took us a while, you know?
5: all right leave it your
2: oh, all right, all right. <laughs>
3: um so basically <laughs> i fucking write
2: <laughs> <out> a podcast <laughs>
3: <laughs> shots fired um so what i'll do is i'm going to ask I'll ask obviously each each question I'll ask the correct answer is the one before you shout your name buzz in. We're gonna move pretty quick. We will be doing a minus one. Um, fucking Dan Rules. So you know huh? Doof has just, uh, just closed his eyes. Um, and basically Not the, cutty, son. the first question won't have an answer, so don't bother don't bother buzzing it. Does everybody Go understand on. the rules, including no. me? Yeah. <laughs> um sure okay so we're gonna we'll give it a go so yeah i'll go with one question and then we'll have ten questions oh
5: can i just have one question sorry one question you can so if you get halfway through that second question and i shout do because i'm answering the question before to, is that as much as we've got of that question yes because i'll be moving you're not on to gonna the next go back question. and fool that okay okay that's cool <laughs> yeah, okay just yeah. checking all right so if you know the answer you could screw everyone else up by just instantly saying your name and not worrying about the next point Brilliant. okay cool you, I like you my can strategy.
3: but we're not going to get very far I'll in be the, me, mate. i mean i'll be the, me the, the listeners love this idea too that you're giving them there. <laughs> um, I'm competitive, mate. That's all. Love it, love it. Okay, cool. So we'll go with um, we'll call this question zero because there is no answer for this one. So the first question is which former Premier League manager won I'm a Celebrity in 2018? And then we're going to move quick into the next questions. Okay, <laughs> the concentration is beautiful. That's okay. So question one: Who is the founder of the FM Streamer Showdown? Boop. Dupe, Harry Redknapp Correct Question two Which lingerie and catwalk model is married yep. to former Dr Benji Dr <laughs> Benji is correct, married to former I'm not going to finish the question actually, no nope. um, So nice one Dupe. Question three Which Joe. member of WeStream Abby Joe. Clancy <laughs> <laughs>
2: Correct you're not going to get the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's Duke's folks. He's been a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: Okay, I'll read half that question. It was which member no, of which... No, no, which, no, go on. Come, <laughs> on, come okay. on, we're playing. We're playing. Next we're playing. question. Who is the current... <laughs> you've to, you've totally got this one going. going well. Who is the current longest serving manager at his club in the Premier League? Dupe. Dup. FM. Incorrect. Minus one. Hey. I went Watch for
5: yourself, it, boys. <laughs> I went for it. We've all got answers, answer, so I went for it.
1: Oh, we've all got our an answer. Um
3: points to be earned. Dave. Dave, you have a go. No, you go first. Oh, oh yeah, i sure.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> Long Curse Live.
3: Minus one. Oh shit. <laughs> I think I've forgotten the question there. Joe. <clears throat>
2: Joe. Nerdphonic. Minus
4: one. Oh no. Curtis. Oh oh, plan oh. oh. Curty. Dave has a party. Minus one.
3: It's not a bad tactic now, boys, is it? Just make everyone get less points than you do, really, rather than you earn any points. That makes sense, I
1: Can't even remember the last question now, to be honest.
3: Uh, no, that on uh, your map.
0: Yeah, That's Matt. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I'm not I'm well aware of that.
3: <laughs> Matt, was your answer dupe? Uh, was that right? It was incorrect. Minus oh. one.
0: Okay. What? What? the a spit answer. You, would you answer?
3: So, would you like me? Okay. So the, yeah, the the question, the answer that I was looking for was proudy. Oh,
5: okay. uh, uh, um, I mean, is he really sweet streamer famous, oh, yeah. to Be honest.
3: Yeah. And Do you the, remember
5: he was in that? For you so? Remember that.
3: The question Did was the question before that was which member WeStream FM is known for making the Anything Not to Get Sacked series on YouTube. Uh, do you remember the qu- the question? Proudy was yes. The answer to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to go to the next question. Which member of WeStreamFM FM down.
4: actually streams?
3: <laughs> <laughs> actually, which WeStream FM member <laughs> is a found yeah. it? <laughs> done it again. Sean Dice. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Good luck with the next question. Um, next question. Who is the oldest outfield player? Dave. Dave, Dave has a party.
2: Correct. <laughs> yeah, good, getting. I love how we're not t- finishing t- the question. Technically incorrect. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a founder. He's a come over. So, yeah, so, so wrong. He's,
3: he's a founder of something. Um, mm. Next question. Which... Football manager, content creator. Kurti. He said content
4: creator,
3: Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Kurti. Kurti. <laughs> Ryan Giggs. Incorrect, minus one.
5: Are you carrying on? Oh, yes. Nah, oh, oh. No, He's buzzing now, mate. He's
3: buzzing.
5: What a stupid idea. dupe?
3: Doop. Doop. Johnson, minus one. Did you pick Dave, up any Charles. of I, I got a bit of the question asked, Dave. Oh, I don't know. I think, right? Um, Raul, minus one. No, not clear. You could argue this is one of the hardest quizzes ever, but it's only because you keep stopping me from asking the question. <laughs> it's tactically working for me, man, so I'm happy. Not with the minus ones you're picking up, Duke. <laughs> we all, oh. We're all picking up minus ones, so it's <laughs> all so right. And the winner of this week's quiz is nobody. <laughs> Not the
0: listeners.
5: <laughs> no. <laughs> we're just all sat in silence. You just have a guess. What? What? what Would oh, you like I, me to read the question no cuz it's not no. fair it's not okay. fair no people I'll have got go minus points I'll let it go around so it's, it's just, it might be how you play it in Ireland but not here pal
3: <laughs> we usually just um you know do questions and answers and you listen to the question and you give the answer sorry i've come with the wrong approach here
0: i can't remember what the, what was two questions deep <laughs> my brain doesn't work like this
5: so <laughs> got to take a guess,
0: then. Well because I can't work I can't work out what the answer is to the but next like fucking you've, question. You've, you've Can I do
3: be question? This is a, this is never. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Are you okay, hun?
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Blanket minus one then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll take it cuz I can't remember what the, yeah, the question one. was.
2: Yeah, I was going to say Gareth, I was going to say Gareth McCauley, but I don't know if he still plays with Gareth McCauley. <clears throat>
3: Minus one's all wrong, guys. So we have to move on to the next question <laughs> when you've not got much of the previous question again. What, what was the answer man? to that one? So the answer to that one was Teddy Sheringham, the oldest outfield oh, player God. to have played in the Premier oh, League. Sake. Oh, oh sake.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Next question. Play the game. <laughs> Who was recently sacked as manager of Bournemouth AFC?
5: Nope. Two. I'm gonna go with second yellow card.
3: Minus one. Curti. Curti. Uh fuck, my mind's just gone
4: blank. Um uh, Who won the stream showdown at the weekend?
3: Niran. Glad you watched. <laughs> who FNG. was it? Oh yeah. FNG. Minus one. And you got help, Dave. Dave, TGFM <laughs> minus one. Yes. Oh.
0: <laughs> Come on, let's just guess a little. It's a good
3: thing there's not that many to choose from, you know. TomFM. incorrect minus one. Is it Lelujo? Incorrect. That wasn't minus an official guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two. My,
2: my guess would be Matty Lewis.
3: Incorrect. Minus one. I think that's everybody that's had a minus one guess. Mm. The correct answer was Clayt's FM. Which FM creator is known oh. to don a crab suit during moments uh, of crisis in Football Manager? Okay. Ne- next okay. question.
2: Is Who is the, the quiz duty next week? <laughs> Next question. Yes. Yes indeed.
3: Who is the current host Nerd. of the FM stream <sighs> Merge
0: That's <laughs> <Chase> correct? <Dindle>. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. <laughs> <laughs> For doing <laughs> these questions.
2: I <laughs> mean that one worked out absolute perfect
3: though, so it actually couldn't have written that better. Can we have the answer the full answer in full, please, Matt?
0: Oh, Tindall. Jason yeah, Jason Tindall. Tindall.
3: One point for Matt. Brilliant. How many's left, Matt? Um, or, one more. One more oh, answer left. Go. Okay. Question 10. Which former England footballer okay. was fit Dupe. Nerdphonic. Correct. Was famously banned for eight months for missing a drugs test in 2003. Right. Nerdphonic. That's actually the quiz ended, otherwise it, ha- it has to oh, end somewhere. To uh, it has to end right, somewhere.
1: Are I a- oh, if we said nerd was the answer there? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I jumped Known in. Known for my drug taking. <laughs> <laughs> drugs don't yeah. work. Talk so, to Frank.
3: That quiz went exactly as I expected it to. <laughs> um, I probably should have instigated a before rule. You we
5: go that shit as well? Well, I, th-
3: <laughs> I probably should have instigated a rule where you should let me ask the question just so you can answer them. Um <laughs> I hate the player, I hate the game it's alright 20 cool. minutes
2: ago Dave said he was going to get Matt to bun the quiz off so he cut out. <laughs> that's why
3: is that why my discord cut out twice because I was being kicked out of
2: Oh
5: <laughs> quiz Cody's that. looking look look look! Cody's like do you know what? I'm back on the
3: quiz next week baby <laughs> that quiz would have been very good if you actually listened to the the questions in my opinion it was dude do, trying to ruin question. it hang yeah,
2: on no I, I was asked yes. to answer questions <laughs> he's got no money i, be- I preferred heard it when I couldn't hear there
3: we go so in third position on minus three, three, FM. In second place, joint How second I'm place. How am in third? There's five of us. <laughs> nah. In joint, in joint second place.
4: So that still means I'm fifth.
3: Okay, well, yeah. they're all yeah, on the same yeah. score. Pedantic, you know okay. He's de- he's definitely fair back fair. on the quiz next week, isn't he? I'm, I'm yeah. never. I've he's enjoyed never my. Uh, again. <laughs> I've it's enjoyed my funny. final he, appearance. Right,
2: right now, he's just judging you. That's it.
5: Yeah. To be fair, just let Kirk, it's the first time in a while
3: that he's come last, so he, he'll to take that. <laughs> in second place, uh, minus two points, is Matt, Dave, and Joe. And sadly for everybody listening and involved, Dupe out in his own on one point, winning the quiz. Ah!
1: <laughs> is, that oh, a, is that the record for winning it? Like the lowest points one score point. For winning the quiz? No, one I point.
4: think we've had minus points winners before. <laughs> Congratulations. Everyone's Everyone's lost with, with this game. quiz, to
2: be fair. They're on improper so. quizzes.
0: Yeah. Ouch. What's, do what's, what's better, Joe, this or music quizzes? I
2: yeah. will win the music quizzes in this shit.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> was bold. I thought I've thought about doing that that format before, and then just written it off because I thought it was shit.
3: But <laughs> I Spotted. did not expect it to do to, to basically shit all over it and sabotage. No, 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 hang
5: on, hang on. But, but how, but, no, 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 that's your fault that you, you, you didn't you implement the You set the, the game rules. up yourself and you... You did it. You did that. All of that is your I, fault, Matt. I ain't mine. I've I just won. won it.
3: All right? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, dude. I'm happy you yes, won. I am very happy you won. won. After last week's performance, I'm very happy you won. Yeah, that you won.
5: Yes. <laughs> um, I pr- if anyone
3: knows where Herb the nerd is, please let us know so we can swap them back, guys. I, I
4: appreciate you doing awesome. the quiz, though. So.
3: Thank you. Bro. No problem. Thanks guys. Thanks for having me on my final appearance on Five Star. <laughs> 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 <sighs> it's not it's not as
5: easy as it looks, is it, man? No, definitely not.
0: Anyway, that brings episode 185 to a close. <laughs> you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and WeStreamerfen Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestromaffairment.com where you can find 10 blogging tips for Football Manager and the latest Dubbed the Next episode, which this week looks at the next Roy Keane. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Take it folks. Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Goodbye, folks.